Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. I went to the state fair every year. I'm from here. And I remember the first time I went to like a county fair or like another, a you know, smaller. a smaller fair. And I remember thinking, what the heck is this? This is, this is no fair. You're calling this a fair? Yeah, compare it. Because it's just so massive and so expansive and there's just so much stuff to do. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. If you're a regular listener of Office Talk, you know it's a unique situation when I break format and invite a guest to join me. And unfortunately, we've been stood up. Yeah, oops. (laughs) Today's guest um, is a no-show. So I've invited the illustrious, wonderful um, Office Talk producer, Cece, to sit in. And we're going to talk about our great memories of the NC State Fair. Yes. And I listen, it's not what we planned, but I'm actually really excited for it. Exactly. Yes. The State Fair starts October 12th, runs through Sunday, October 22nd. And if you have never, if you're new to North Carolina and you've never been, it's a life-changing experience. <laughs> it will certainly change your life. And if you have gone for years and years and years and maybe not gone in the last couple of years— you're going to see lots of changes. Yeah, and it is, I mean, it changes itself up every year, but there are some staples that if they were gone, I would be highly disappointed. Okay, so let's start there. What's your favorite thing that you've always done? My favorite part, and I don't know, I can't remember all the building names because I just know what it is, but it's like the back building near Kitty Land where all of the like— The Jim Graham building. Yes, the Jim Graham building where um, we always go and get maple cotton candy, love maple cotton candy. I miss that— um, Mount Olive Pickles used to be there every year, too. You could get a pickle for a quarter. Loved that. I they're gone now. I bet they don't have—I bet it wouldn't be a quarter <laughs> today if it was still there. No, but they're not there anymore. Love that. That's my favorite building, looking at all the cakes from the cake competition, the clothing competition, like, seeing all of that stuff is my favorite, like, activity to do at the fair. But the thing that I love most about the fair, probably, is the voice from the—it's the—, it's the Food stand restaurants, like one of the indoor restaurants, where it goes apple pie, cherry <laughs> pie, <laughs> strawberry pie. That's like, that's how I know I'm home. You, you know? know, you're at the state fair yeah. way. <laughs> so I always go through the same gate off of Trinity. And to me, the very first thing after you turn the corner, there's pig racing. Oh, yes. And I'm sorry. I don't care what time you get there. I don't care what time you walk by it. You need to 
stop and wait. Get you a seat on the bleacher, get a bag of popcorn, whatever it is, and wait. It's thrilling. It is thrilling. It's hilarious. You find yourself picking the little runt or this little pig or that little pig to pull (laughs) (laughs) to root for. No pun intended. Melissa would be so proud. (laughs) But it is such a fun experience. I love doing that. I will say that as I've, I, you know, we were laughing about this. There's, they now have what's called the Dizzy Pass. $38 gets you entry into the fair and then a wristband that allows you to ride unlimited rides all day. God, if they'd have had that when I was a kid. Yeah. The amount of tickets that we purchased and gone through and carried around and would end up in all different pockets and everything. And you're like scrounging for your last ticket to try and get on the freaking tilt-a-whirl. Right. It is insane. I remember when they first did the wristband, that was groundbreaking, like absolutely (laughs) earth shattering. I mean, that's a fantastic deal. And for such a fun day too. It is. I also like what they call the the business person's lunch, where you can go from 11 to 1. You pay to get in. You go in and eat lunch like you play hooky from work. Right. Sneak in, eat lunch, get all the hot dogs and junk food, walk around, play a game or two. I think I might be past the age of riding. I hate to admit that. Yeah. I think I might be past the age of that riding. That makes me feel <laughs> I'm 26. <laughs> so I absolutely do not blame you. I haven't ridden a ride in a while. You know, I just— uh, I think I had an experience when my my two oldest were really little after eating a foot-long hot dog and hopping on some tilt-a-world up and down. And I was like, okay, I might be past the age that I need to eat any hop on a ride, spinning ride. Yeah, I'm always, I'm a little weird about all rides anyway, whether they're like, whether it's Carowinds or like the fair or Disney World. Like at a certain point, I would like to stand on the ground. So I like to keep it chill, keep it calm. So I said I like the daytime, but- There is something fun about being there at night. I love going on like the very first day. Like Ah. the very first day it opens because it's like 3 p.m. It's open. I go and park in somebody's yard, pay $20 to park in somebody's yard and go in there. And because a lot of people are still testing things out. A lot of people don't know that it's open yet, although I guess we just told you and now I'm giving you my secret. Your secrets. So it's not super busy. It's pretty calm and chill. And that's my favorite time to go and I prefer the nighttime too because at least I mean October here is a little bit cooler but it can still be pretty hot it can be yeah I like the lunchtime but I like the lights how it's lit up at night and it does it gets a little cooler yeah um it's like you're in New York City at the North Carolina (laughs) State Fair at nighttime (laughs) you're absolutely right and the things you'll see out there you've never seen before people laugh about the food did you have a favorite food Oh, um, when I was uh, literally a child, me and my best friend, Devin, shout out to Devin. Um, we're still best friends to this day. Would literally two like seven-year-olds share an entire turkey leg. That was our favorite thing to do. We would, And that was immediately when we got to the fair. How we didn't get sick on a ride, uh, God I knows. Like, it was, oh. it should have been different. But I loved a good turkey leg. Now I like corn. When they dip it in butter and then they hand it directly to you. There's something about gnawing on a cob or a bone and walking yeah. to the fair that I <laughs> just couldn't primal. wrap my brain around. I mean, yeah, I have a friend who said I turned around and looked over my shoulder and saw my husband and my daughter walking around with a turkey leg gnawing on it. And I went, they're not my family. Not <laughs> I mine. don't know. Listen, I'm trying to, I'm I'm always on a move. I'm always on a mission. I don't like to stand in one place when I'm there. Yeah. Walk and eat. And if it's just one hander. Right. You know, that's my thing. Those what people about, who want to sit, you know, they want to find a place and yeah. sit, and I'm like, that's not me. I don't have the time. No. No, I'm I'm here to play. Let's yeah. play. What's your favorite thing to eat? 
Oh, I'm a footlong hot dog girl. <laughs> All the way. I love a good hot dog. Do you have a specific place you'd like to get them? I probably should because that probably would be smarter. And I'm also a big fan of, um, yeah, I'm not prepared for this, but there's a church that has a ham biscuit place. That I know had for, the one. Everybody yes. knows this place, and I can't tell you the name of it, but that's my other favorite thing. So many people I know have their, they go in and they have their list. Yeah. And I'm getting a ham biscuit from here, and I'm getting my corn from there, and I'm getting my hot dog from there over the years. Mm -hmm. I haven't been great about that, but I know there are some spots that I always end up at. Well, there are also so many new things oh. every year. I feel like especially in the last couple of years, food-wise, like, they things start getting, like, you think they can't get any crazier with what oh. they're making. Like, I remember when everybody was like, how can you make a cheeseburger out of a Krispy Kreme donut? Right. And, like, now we've gone way, oh. way beyond. Or fried that. Oreos. Yeah. Remember those days? Oh, they were really good, though. Well, how, I mean— and you know that you've really come a long way when the State Fair added the the public house, the craft beer and wine mm -hmm. spot. I'm getting I mean, bougie with it. Uh, exactly. I mean, it's a $17 ticket. You know, you get in, you've got, you get to have three-ounce sips, $5 each. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and they're all North Carolina brews, obviously, and North Carolina wines. As it should be. As it should be. Have you been, since they added the the Stargazer the thing that goes over the yes. top. I have it's like a chairlift. Yes. When my brother was younger, he really, really wanted to go on that. And so we went on. It was like the first year that it was there. Um, and me and my mom and my brother all got on. And he was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And my mom was like, we could all just slide right underneath this bar <laughs> at any moment in time. And so then we did not get back on it. However, it is a beautiful view to get up yeah. there and see everything. It's it's very Ferris wheel-like, but you get to see a much more expansive right. view of it, you know. like Almost like being from the top of one of those drop towers. Yeah. I like the concept of that better than I do a Ferris wheel. When I was a kid— I grew up in Lewisburg, and my dad took me on a Ferris wheel at the county fair mm -hmm. and got the gentleman to stop it at the top Yeah, and I'm started sure. swinging it. <laughs> and I haven't been on a Ferris wheel since then. I mean, he scarred me at like eight years old, yeah. and I've never wanted to get on another one since. You'll have to visit the beer and wine section and then see if you can get <laughs> on the Ferris wheel. Again. There you go. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, and try it out one more time. But to that Related to that point, I remember, like, growing up as a kid, I went to the State Fair every year. I'm from here. I still go almost every year. And I remember the first time I went to, like, a county fair or, like, another, a you know, small a smaller fair. And I remember thinking, what the heck is this? This is this is no fair. You're calling this a fair? Yeah, compare it. Because it's just so massive and so expansive. And there's just so much stuff to do. Well, and we're spoiled. We are spoiled. Because people who live privileged. here in the state capital, you get to go to the state fair, not the county fair. Yes. There's a real difference between those two for sure. Although I did win the Pitt County Fair talent competition. Oh, my. Year, so. Here we go. So um, <laughs> I have to ask, what was the talent? I was saying, I was saying, um, this was just after I did theater when I was a kid. I was Ariel and Little Mermaid oh. for a musical, and they needed more applicants. And my friend's mom was putting it on. And I was just like, yeah, I'll do you a favor. I'll join. So... You have more people competing. And then I just accidentally won. What can I say? Accidentally won. <laughs> that means she's good. We're eventually going to get her to sing. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> Maybe not today. But. <laughs> My favorite ride, and it was probably a story about when you get in high school and my parents agreed, 
I think my boyfriend's parents were yeah. going went with my boyfriend, rode the Himalaya. Yep. And, you know, that old, it's like cold on a fall night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good memories. It's a fun, it's a fun thing that if you've lived here your whole life, most people have some sort of memory. Yeah. I went with my boyfriend in high school to the yeah. fair too. It's, yeah. it's core, classic. Exactly. Everybody's got one of those. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at shopvillagedistrict, Visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com or sign up to receive texts by texting the word village to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the Patent Law Certificate Program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. It is not as cheap as it was back then. Absolutely not. No, Um, but it's still a lot of fun. My kids laughed. We always went having four kids, so I always took them on food day. Mm-hmm. which is the 19th of October this year. It's Thursday. And if you bring six cans of food, you're helping someone. You also get in free. Mm-hmm. My kids thought that was the tackiest thing. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. We're helping people. We're doing good. Exactly. And we're getting in for free. Exactly. And also, I mean, you buy the cans. It's not technically right. free. Exactly. But it's still, you know, good for everyone. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. That's why we start them. And you get to ride a couple of additional rides that way. Mm-hmm. I've been intrigued. I haven't seen the list of crazy foods that's coming out this year. Well, it's because we're recording this early. They're going to be released in early October. Really? Mm -hmm. I wonder why they're waiting so late. Um, They just got to spring it on us, I guess. Do you go to that media day where they let you go and try all the food? Oh, gosh. My friend goes to that, too. She always, she's like, I can't eat for the next two days because I have to eat all the food. (laughs) Some of it, I will say, some of it you look at and go, "Mm." I don't know, I don't I know if that. I want to try that. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think they sit around and try to figure out the weird, the wackiest, the craziest. Absolutely. And they succeed. Oh, for sure. I always, th- I, it's so fun to walk through and see the the cows and the little girls that have that have, the, mm-hmm. have raised the cow or the pig and that have got a blue ribbon on it. Yeah. I always think that's so fun and to see those little kids involved from the farms. I love that building, I don't. I used to really not like the smell of that building. I used to be low key afraid of animals, so I did not. There was a period, a chunk where I was like, I don't want to go in there. Afraid of animals. But I love. I don't know. I was just like, I can't talk to you. <laughs> I don't know what I thought. Um, but I, I have friends who like grew up doing that and showing animals, and who would go, and it was like the biggest thing for them. Like they would practice all year and breed these animals, or you know, take care of these animals all year long just so it would be ready to take to the fair. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a huge, huge deal for them. In that building also, though, I love the giant produce. Oh, yeah. Thrilling. <laughs> Why does it have to be that big? It doesn't, but I love that it is. Trivia fact for you. 
Do you know how large the winning pumpkin was last year at the NC State Fair? Oh, man. Don't ask me how I know this. (laughs) It's it's on our quiz in the magazine coming up from the October issue. um, Take a guess. The largest pumpkin. I feel like my judgment of scale and size is horrible. 800 pounds. 1,416 pounds. Holy hell. That is a big pumpkin. I can't imagine. I mean— that's bigger. I mean, it feels like it's bigger than a cow. I don't know what a cow weighs. But. Yeah. It, oh, hold on. Let's find out. <laughs> this is our live research. How much does a cow weigh? Nami spelling weigh, W-A-Y. Oh, an adult female cow is 1,600 pounds. So it's literally almost as much as a cow. An adult male cow is wow. 2,400 pounds. Who knew? Yeah. Wow, you just put some paint it and put some spots and some ears on it. Nobody knows the difference, really. (laughs) Do you remember this directionally? So, Dorton Arena, and it would be you're facing Dorton Arena from the inside of the fair to Mm -hmm. the right. They always had these sort of trailers that had, and it would say, See the world's largest rat. Right. How many times do you think kids get, Mom, I have to see it? it or, Dad, I want to see it. It's the biggest ever. What if I miss it and never see it? All right. It's, yeah. I went into one of those. I had one of those moments to see, like, the biggest, like, crocodile or alligator or something when I was 14. It's just, it belongs there. Oh, of course. Everybody has to do at least one of them in their life. It's a rite of passage. You haven't lived until you've tried to look at the world's largest whatever through a cardboard hole. <laughs> Like, Peeking through the hole. Yeah, it's just it. It makes sense, but it, it is it is very weird. It's I mean it's carnival. It's like carnival like you would see in a movie yeah. almost. So I'm not going to editorialize on this, but games at the fair. Mm-hmm. That's the only beauty of going in the daytime, early in the day when there are not so many people out there. Yes, because if you've got kids and you want they want to win something that's a really good time for them to participate they're yeah. likely to go home with the prize absolutely where is at night or late in the afternoon when it's really busy they're not did you play games I did I did play some games I'm really good at darts I've always just been good at darts so I like to play the balloon dart game because that's the only one where I feel like nobody's trying to trick me in any way shape or form (laughs) and I actually know what's going on so I can normally win that one on a good night my brother however when he was I want to say he was probably four or five he played like a ring toss game which was definitely skewed against him and he like miraculously won and he I've never seen him so excited he won a fish that fish died on the car ride home. And he, we were like, oh, well, don't worry. The fish is sleeping. And then we went to Walmart and we got him a new fish. And we were I like, oh, my it. gosh, here's the fish. Isn't it so cute? And then that fish died like the next day. So then he got a huge fish tank to make up for the trauma of losing two See, fish. See, I've got the opposite hours. story. Several years in a row, my daughter would go and rent absolutely won the goldfish yeah the thing lived for like three years oh my god i was amazed i was to a point i was like really that's crazy you're not gonna die that yeah my favorite game is the one where you spray the water into the clown's mouth oh yeah i love that game i'm good at that game i'm good at that game 
We should go. I want to play. I th- I would too. We that could would be we fun. could do like Darts. an Olympics. That would be fun. Yeah, it's uh, a series of games. The ones where you have to th- throw the football through the hole or something. I'm no, always or convinced. when people have to climb that ladder too. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not letting anyone guess my weight or my age <laughs> or any of that stuff. I always think it's so funny when people step up to do that because they have a range of within five years, mm-hmm. within five pounds, and I'm like. And also, what person wants to step on a scale and be weighed in front of the public? Yes. However, you, you can privately get weighed in the Graham, what did you call it? The Jim Graham Jim building. Jim Graham building. There's just a giant scale in there, and we always wear ourselves every there year. There you go. Just for fun, because it's just fun to walk on there and see what it is. But I actually did the guess my age, I want to say like two years ago, because I, I look relatively young you for do. my age. I'm 26. I'm a homeowner. Okay. I probably look, I sometimes people think my ID is not real and I can't drink in the bar. So, <laughs> which is I, a good problem to have, my dear. <laughs> it Keep. is. It used to bother me a lot. No. Like I was like a high schooler in college, but like now I'm cool with it. Um, and I did successfully best the guest my age people. Ooh. And I've never felt so proud. I would be too. After years of hearing them talk and talk and talk into their Britney Spears microphones yes. to other people and them lose to to win felt very I felt very victorious. You should. You should. The only thing that I don't know, and I probably shouldn't even bring it up if I don't know the answer. <laughs> well, I might. But when I was growing up, one of the big things was the concerts that were at Dorton Arena. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see a concert, anyone at um, Dorton Arena, that you remember? No. By the time that I, like, I now feel like when I was going. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't this big of a thing. And I didn't have, like, by the time that I had the attention span to go. Right. And, like, sit through one of those, I could not go. I think the only time I've ever been into Dorton Arena is they did um, you know, the boat shows. You yes. remember when they did that? I used to love to go to the boat show. This unrelated to the state. I went to there. roller derby there. Really? <laughs> Have you ever seen the roller derby team? The no. Ro- oh, the women's roller derby team from Raleigh. They're awesome. It's so fun. You have wow. to check that out. Yeah, I would love to see that. I'm not graceful. I've got weak ankles, but I would love to watch somebody skate. <laughs> That's such a cool building. It is. And people don't realize it. It's iconic, too. The shape of the building. Like, it's, what, 1950s? Yes. So it's, it's old. It's beautiful. It's really big. You can fit, like, 5,000 mm-hmm. people in there. More than 5,000 people. It's a really cool spot for all kinds of different things. And if you happen to be one of those rare people that are listening outside of Raleigh to this podcast, um, they're the train, NC by train. You can come into town. I love that idea. I think that would be a great way to travel into town for the fair. Absolutely. Because then you don't have to worry about parking. It stops right at gate two. Yeah. Ideal. Ideal. Yeah. I I took an Uber to the fair once, (laughs) and that was, like, not totally ideal, but it was a lot better than having to find parking. It was, like, a busy time of day. I knew that all the yards were going to be full. That's the only place I've ever parked is in people's yards in that little neighborhood. I was trying to think. I used to park off Trinity, and now there's no park. I mean, you know, now there are apartments over there. Yeah. It's— Park and ride is a thing mm-hmm. that a lot of people do. I don't have the patience. If I'm driving to park, I'm not going to go and also get on a bus. But, I mean, it is probably the most responsible it and is. reasonable and thing to do. most helpful to them, for sure. Yeah. So don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, those people who let people park in their yard, they get all their money for, like, Christmas. Oh, and yeah. For, they pay their mortgage on their house for the next year with the More amount of money they them. make for the fair. I respect it. I do, too. But it's funny how many people just absolutely don't like the fair. They may have gone once or twice or do not have any interest. They don't want their shoes dirty. They don't want to walk. None of it. 
They have no patience for None. It at all. Yeah. And if I, it's crowded, you're going to have to walk slowly behind a stroller and mm-hmm. you're just going to have to do it. And it is what it is. But I remember in college, a lot of my friends wanted to go because a lot of my friends weren't from here. And try. I tried to prepare them the best that I could for the experience. You know, I told them things such as what we've discussed. Right. Tried to make sure that they knew what they were getting themselves into. And they were overwhelmed, I think is probably an understatement, by just the amount of stuff and food and things and sounds and sights and stuff that there was. And a couple of them were like, I don't know that this experience is for me, but most of them really loved it. Yeah. Well, and and I think it is really one of those things I'm not sure you can truly prepare someone for. No, I really don't think you can. If they've never been to a state fair. It's also great people watching. It's... um, it, it's really quite fun. You can learn to milk a cow there. Yes, I learned to milk a cow there. <laughs> I sure did. See? I've never milked a real cow, but I learned how to do it at the fair. Some commonality here, all the things you can learn. Well, I think we should take a field trip. I think we should, too. We should drag Melissa and make her come with us. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, and take a field trip. And, and we'll then... have a little competition, and we can oh, tell everybody yes. who wins. Absolutely, because I'm going to win with my water spray. Yeah, I'm going to win at balloon darts, so... We got, I guess we got to pick one that Melissa's good at. Yeah, we'll find something. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.